Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Ratvikan Rambler podcast with your host, the Ratvikan Rambler. And this is my second time attempting this podcast because I recorded the half an hour, listened back, and most of it was suffering from some fucking weird interference that has pissed me off to no end. So I'm going to try not to sound fed up because I'm not fed up. I enjoy doing it, but I'm a bit fed up. So this week is going to be about television, TV shows, streaming on Netflix and Amazon Prime. So it might be a bit shorter than other weeks because with a TV show, there's a lot more potential for spoilers. And I like to talk about the cast and individual performances rather than if the story held up well over an hour and 40 because with TV shows, especially with the caliber that Amazon Prime and Netflix produce their originals, they're going to they're going to be good enough, you know. Before I start, I just want to say sorry about the lateness of this, and the internet is gone kaput in the house. We have to wait for a technician to come in tomorrow, um. So I'm not working today. So instead of doing any writing or anything, I did sweet feck all. I watched the very end of one of these shows I'm about to talk about, and then I watched the end of The Last Dance with about the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s. Um, just emotional, absolutely fantastic filmmaking, fantastic documentary, especially for people who didn't know a lot about that you know, who might be sports fans, or not even sports fans, but didn't know a lot about the Bulls in the 90s. So, yeah, so we're going to do TV today. I just want to say a quick thanks for everyone's support and um, positive words about Second Breakfast and stuff. That's still going to be every two weeks, probably every two weeks, maybe once a month or something. Um, But this is still going to be every Monday. Also, hopefully, I've made good progress on a jingle with um, long-time cousin, one-time client, and um, potential first-time collaborator, Rusty Gray Music. Um, he sent me a sample of something he was thinking about. I asked him would he help me out. And he sent me a sample of like a, an outro or an intro music, and it's absolutely unreal. He's a fantastic rapper coming out of Queens, New York. He's absolutely unbelievable he's he's uh, he's on facebook I- um, instagram twitter and youtube at, at rusty gray i share a lot of his stuff but he is unbelievable so keep an eye out for that in the next few weeks and also i'm getting my mic this week and the um, pop filter so the sound is going to improve and it's just going to be a more well-rounded podcast but without further ado let's get into it so the first show we're going to be talking about today is The Boys on Amazon Prime. Um, Amazon Prime is, you know, it does have a lot of good TV shows. They have a good selection of movies and stuff. I prefer Netflix over Amazon Prime any day of the week, but The Boys is p- particularly good. Um, so The Boys is a very is a dark cinematic universe, um, kind of like Watchmen but even darker and more seedy and graphic. Um, it's set in New York, and the basic premise of the story is Vought International is a company that take care of superheroes. So superheroes are like celebrities and sports people, 
in this um, in this universe. And Bot International does all the marketing, the PR, the looking after of the soups. They're called soups. So Bot International are trying to get superheroes into the army. The army doesn't want this, but Bot has their ways of getting this bill onto the Senate floor of Congress. Um, so that is one thread. They're trying to get this through. Another thread is Huey is a kind of a dorky guy who's meeting up. He works in a tech shop. He's meeting his girlfriend for lunch. They're talking about moving in together. She steps out into the street, holding hands with Huey. I think they're about to cross the street. And just like that, she gets absolutely obliterated by A-Train. A-Train is like the flash of the universe. So A-Train is running somewhere at the speed of light and bursts through um, Huey's girlfriend um, and just runs off. Huey gets like a settlement out of this and like a written apology from A-Train, but nothing else happens. So the soups are untouchable, basically. And Huey is just going to... He, he, him and his dad are both kind of beat-down guys who don't want to fight back against the system. And he gets a knock on his door, and a guy called Billy Butcher comes in. And Billy Butcher says, I heard what happened to your girlfriend. I want to help you take down the soups. And Huey doesn't really want to do much with it at the start, but eventually gets taken along for the ride. Him, Billy Butcher, and then a couple of other guys come together to try and take down the soups. So in Vought International, the headquarters, the Seven is the name of the superhero group. It's kind of like a take on the Justice League. They have Homelander, who is kind of the Captain America. They have the Deep, who is like Aquaman. Queen Maeve is like um, Wonder Woman. A-Train is obviously like um, the Flash. They have Black Noir. Um, trying to, I don't really know who he's meant to be a part of. Um, and they have others as well, but those are the main four that we deal with. And the kind of the last thread uh, instead of, you know, after you and Billy are trying to take these guys down, the last thread is Starlight is the newest addition to the Seven. She's like kind of a naive country girl who's who's a superhero herself, uh, but is, is like a more, is also a fan of the Seven and wants to be one of them. And she comes in and she's very naive and she's being shown around by the Deep and the Deep sexually assaults her and is like, this is what you have to do to get into the Seven. We all have to do it. And that's her kind of rude awakening to this world because that's what the show is about. That these superheroes, are their, their public image is so carefully cultivated. But they're, they all have this human nature of wanting to get their personal gain for themselves. And she has fallen foul of that almost straight away and she becomes disillusioned with the world. But... That's the kind of main, the kind of base storyline. There's a lot of other threads going along throughout this, you know, like, there's a, a thread of, like, you know, they're trying to get, so the superheroes are all hooked on this call, thing called Compound V, which is a steroid for superheroes. A lot of them take it to be the best superhero they can be. That's the other thread. There's a lot of other smaller threads. But that's the basis of the storyline. Um, so the cast is extremely good. There's a few people I didn't really know in this cast, but the cast is is it's a very well acted show.
So the kind of most well-known actor, I'd say, is Carl Urban, who plays Billy Butcher, who helps Huey um, for his own ulterior motives, but he helps Huey. So Carl Urban, is a- he was Aemer in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He is Judge Dredd, and he was also in Ragnarok most recently, from what people would know him from. Um, he is fantastic, and it's the only thing is that he's, he's an Australian, from what I what I remember, but Billy Butcher is an Englishman, and he does this really exaggerated accent of like a London accent, um, for Billy Butcher. So, it's fine. It's not like it's a very bad accent, but it's very. It's almost kind of like Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven esque, kind of like that. Not as bad, but along the same vein. Um, Huey is played by Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid, I've only ever seen him in the Hunger Games movies. Um, but he also looks like a young Dwight Schrute. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Look him up, he looks exactly like Dwight Schrute. Um, Erin Moriarty plays Starlight, the newest addition to the Seven. Um, she is very, very good in this. She's kind of she d- she's a very good actress. She plays the role of like the naive country girl very well, and I really enjoyed her in this. Um, Anthony Starr was definitely the star of this show. <laughs> Pardon the pun, Mr. Starr. But he is definitely... Like, he's a piece of shit in this. He plays Homelander. So Homelander is the Captain America of this uh, comic universe. But Captain America in Marvel, obviously, is like the ideal... Who has the ideals of just the true American. Fighting for the flag. Be good to your fellow man, woman, and child. Homelander is a piece of shit who's all for personal gain and wants everything to be about him and wants it all his own way. He is fantastic in this. And the best thing about him is the actor is from New Zealand and he does a fantastic American accent that befits this kind of all-American hero who's a dark, evil, maniacal person in secret. Um, Elizabeth Shue plays Madeline Stilwell, who's Homelander's... And the Seven's kind of boss, the PR guru who makes sure they're all at these events and is trying to get them into the army. She's very good in this. Um, and there's a lot of other kind of supporting cast. Jesse T. Usher plays A-Train, who kills Huey's girlfriend by running through her. He was in Shaft. Um, I reviewed that in my blog there last year. Um, if you'd like to check it out, rathpeakandrambler.wordpress.blog. Um it's very 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 good show you're kind of like so that's kind of the main cast there's very good supporting cast you see the underbelly of the 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 soup soups world the soup bears are called soups you see the underbelly of the soups world and you see like that who are the good guys if these if these are the good guys and they are so depraved and sexually repressed like are we cheering for the right guys, you know? Because they're just so, they're all bad people. All these soups are bad. There's no like real good character here, bar maybe Aaron Moriarty, Starlight. The rest of them all have ulterior motives, hidden agendas, especially Homelander, Queen Maeve, and the the other members of the Seven. It's It's a great show, and the thing about it is, like, it's it's only eight episodes long episodes are an hour each there's so many different threads going on and 
threads being woven around and but they're all acted out so brilliantly they're all told so brilliantly that you will still be amazed at the end of the series as to why you didn't guess this was going to happen this was going to be told I'm not going to say anymore I do not want to um, I don't want to spoil anything but that is it is just a fantastic show I think it has 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb definitely go watch it on Amazon Prime if you don't want to add a new subscription to your list I think you can do a month's uh, membership free of Amazon Prime before you have to pay so you could do that watch the show and then cancel your membership you heard it from me here first folks key thanks and I apologize if, I, if it sounds like I'm trying to rush through these um the this TV show um I just don't want to give anything away and also I know it's late in the day because of work and also this is my second time recording it so I do apologize for any issues with my enthu- enthusiasm enthusiasm this week th it's, it's important to pronounce your ths guys okay valley sold seashells by the seashore ths guys okay so the second episode or the second show we're going to talk about is white lines which is new on netflix i almost said new on facebook there but it's new on netflix white lines is a really enjoyable show it's kind of like a whodunit um but spread not instead of like you know like an agatha christie like in the all in the one room it's spread out over the whole island of ibiza it's very good so zoe comes to ibiza her brother's body has been found she was under the impression that he left ibiza 20 years ago and went to india and went missing but what after transpiring is that he was murdered on the island of ibiza and his body was found on the property of his on the land that was owned by his ex-girlfriend's family who all hated him so zoe takes it upon herself she leaves her husband and her daughter back at home in manchester and takes it upon herself to try and solve the crime of her brother axel's murder and that's basically the premise of the show that's all you needed to go go into it some additions you might want to know is that there's a lot of drugs sex drink and depravity in this show it is insane what goes on in this show like there's sex parties um there's a, there's scenes of like axel who's the brother who went missing his birthday party 20 years ago the night he went missing the absolute scenes that were shown from that is outrageous um so zoe in the process of trying to like figure out who killed her brother what happened to her brother who was her brother she kind of ruins her own life at home by getting with someone that is helping her with her investigation she ends up sleeping with this guy and forming a deep meaningful connection with this guy but the guy is also one of the people who could have killed her brother 20 years ago and she didn't know that so that is why the show is so good and also none of the characters in this i'm going to go through the cast again in a second but none of the characters in this come out in a good light season finale which i watched earlier today everyone comes out smelling like absolute shit nobody is a good person in this show but you're still rooting for people so we'll go through the cast there anyway so laura haddock plays zoe zoe comes over and trying to search for her brother's killer laura haddock you know her she's peter quill's mom in guardian of the galaxies 2 guardians of the galaxy not guardian of the galaxies it's not just peter quill and <laughs> there's there's a there's a whole team there guys um so she's in that she's also in the in-betweeners 
back back way back when. Um, Nuno Lopez plays a character called Boxer. He's a, a bouncer, uh, a nightclub bouncer, and he's also like um, the family security for the Caliphates where Axel's body was found. Twin, uh, you know, just just gone. He's very good. Nuno Lopez. Um, Daniel Mays plays Marcus, who is Zoe's brother's best friend, or you know, when he was alive. Um, Daniel Mays, you'd know him from Line of Duty. Um, he's Danny in Line of Duty in season three, the episode, the series where the boys' home was investigated for s- sexual crimes against boys because of Danny the cop. Very, very, very good series, Line of Duty, and that season in particular, season three, absolutely unreal. Angela Griffin is plays Anna, who is Marx's ex-wife, and she's very good in this because the thing about it is these are Axel's Axel is Zoe's brother who died. Axel's friends, none of all of them are suspects too. And Anna Angela Griffin who plays Anna plays the character so well that you never know what's going on in her head at any time. Um she's very, very good. Um, there's a bit of an Irish aspect to this as well. Francis McGee, who plays Zoe's dad, he's um, he was born in Ireland, and he's a very famous actor. You'd know him. He's in Layer Cake, and he was also in Game of Thrones season one and two as Yaren, who brings Arya to the the Wall and the Night Watch, or attempts to, anyways. Um, when Arya is dressed up as the boy, you know, and then also Barry Ward, who plays Zoe's husband, he is in this as well, and he's um. He's he was in Extraordinary, the Irish comedy out last year, the paranormal comedy, very very funny. I rec- I uh, reviewed that in my blog as well. If you want to give that a that a look, a Rathpeak and Rambler, and he's also in the End of the Fucking World, and he was in a very good Irish movie called um, Jimmy's Hall, about um, the Irish Civil War and the War of Independence back in the early nineteen hundreds. So. Very, very good cast, and there's a very good Spanish-speaking cast as well, and I would definitely recommend it. Um, I suppose what I liked most about this show was that everyone, as I said there a minute ago, everyone's a suspect, no one is a good person, but the characters own up to that. There's a scene where the Caliphate family are doing a therapy session around um, all sitting around each other and they're all airing out their grievances and they all kind of own up to the fact like okay I'm not perfect but this is the way our life is Um, Zoe as well she leaves her daughter behind and her husband and she's trying to make amends with them but she's also like I fucked it up completely but I'm going to figure out who killed Axel and I'm going to go back and make make amends so it is a very good show. It's ten episodes, forty-five minutes each, kind of. So, you know, that's all it is. Ten episodes. It's very, very enjoyable. Kind of binge it over the weekend there. Um, but would definitely recommend that. So those are the two shows. Um, that we're going to talk about this week. Um, The Boys on Amazon Prime, and White Lines on Netflix. Last thing we're going to talk about is well, one of the last things is normal people i just want to apologize <laughs> for some reason and i don't know why i didn't check it because i check imdb for absolutely everything and i check movie news for everything i just i assumed it was only six episodes and the thing is i've read the book as well so for the last like 10 minutes of episode six last week 
I was like, how are they going to fit in the rest of the book in the next 10 minutes? Is But, you know, I'm glad it's going on. I am I think it's a fantastic show. Um, I, I, I prefer the show to the book for some reason. Maybe it's just better seeing it played out. But it is very true to the book, you know. Um, it is, and the two leads, Paul Mescal and... Um, Daisy Edgar Jones are fantastic. Paul, not even just for his portrayal of Connell, but it's a it's a very real portrayal of any Irish male between the ages of fucking fifteen and thirty. Like you know, I mean, I still struggle with showing my true emotions. Like, um, and fair play to Paul for absolutely nailing that performance and making it real. And Daisy Edgar Jones just does the character of Marianne so well like first of all her Irish accent accent is impeccable it's very that flat generic one that you say oh she's from Sligo or yeah she's from Dublin yeah she's from faking not Munster now but somewhere else but um she's brilliant and she has that kind of raw unpredictability of Marianne like Marianne is a wild card especially in the later part of parts of the book. But I'm also I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the rest of the the rest of the um the rest of the book because I know there's some uns- upsetting scenes going to be going on with Marianne and various boyfriends and um Connell and you know people at home. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Um the next two episodes are out tomorrow and judging by the judging by the um the graphic that was on i think it was the sun last week the amount of sex is just going to keep increasing i would also like to say fair play to um paul mescal for going full frontal nude um it was i i knew i had heard from friends that connell gets his willy out that's a direct quote connell gets his willy out for a text i received <laughs> i won't say who said it to me um but I don't know why, but I just didn't. I wasn't prepared for it to be three times. I thought that there was one, the one scene where he kind of, you barely see it. You see like, <laughs> you see like a shadow or the tip. <laughs> and um, I thought, okay, that's it. Right, we've seen his dick. That's fair play to him for doing that. And then you see it like again. I'm like, okay, right. And then the third time, I just started like, I was like, oh my god. And it, he's just lying there. Like fair play to him. Fair play to obviously to Daisy Edgar Jones as well for getting her kid out all the time, like. But I suppose it's still such a novelty to see a knob, especially an Irish knob, <laughs> on TV, on main TV, you know. So like, um, I don't think people should be complaining about it, because it's modern times. But people are going to be, and people have been complaining about it. But sure, look, I mean. Just get on with it, guys, you know. We're all in quarantine. We all need a bit of excitement in our lives, huh? We can't be looking at our own Mickeys the whole time. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, so I want just want to say before I go, thanks again for all the, uh, the support and the likes and shares and subscriptions so far to the podcast and to the... Um, the, the blog um the podcast is the Rath Peak and Rambler podcast I'm on Spotify Apple podcasts um I'm gonna try and get on Google Play now in the next few days as well um the blog is also it's on WordPress 
ratpeakandrambler.wordpress.blog, I believe, is the, is the is the website. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the Ratpeak and Rambler. Uh, I'm, you know, I've been writing a lot of movie reviews and TV reviews, and I've been putting up more personal stuff as well in the last week. So that's going to be continuing. I'm sharing movie news and on the on the Facebook page and on Twitter and stuff. So, you know, let your friends know, like, share the page, share the podcast, subscribe. I want to say thanks to people for writing to me. Um, it means a lot. This I don't do this for. I don't do this for likes or subscriptions. I mean, it's obviously nice, and on a base human level, we all need validation. But I do this just, to, you know, because I like doing it. And if you like listening to me doing it, that's an added bonus, isn't it? So thanks again, guys. Thanks to everyone. Um, I hope you have a fantastic week, fantastic start to, start to phase one. We can all start meeting up with our pals again. Um, so just, you know, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And say your prayers, young man. Okay. <laughs> Talk to you later. I hope, hopefully, you know the 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 jingle and the mic will be sorted out sooner rather than later, and I can get an absolutely polished piece of art out to you. And I just want to say thanks again. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic week, guys. Bye.